Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Destruction Factor by James Follett with T.P. McKenna, Paul Copley, and Rosalind Adams. Episode 5, Search and destroy. Number five's going to cause a stir in legal circles. I'm not sure that my colleagues will agree to the concept of a minimum fine, Flinders. Certainly not one of this magnitude. Mr. Flinders thought it essential, sir. I tried So to... do I. Which means that I'll have to be extra persuasive. Okay, I'm making a TV broadcast immediately after the Cabinet meeting. I dare say the media will be screaming for a spokesman after my broadcast, so you'd better stay in London for the rest of the evening, Flinders. Good evening. At midnight tonight, the government is introducing the toughest legislation this country has ever known to combat the gravest danger it has ever faced. Well, these were the words spoken by the Prime Minister in his unprecedented broadcast to the nation just before this programme. Unprecedented because Mr Craig went on to say that the present campaign against the Exxon strain has been too timid, that it had been a case of doing too little, nearly too late. Stand by camera three. Now, with me in the studio is Max Flinders, the scientist in charge of the new organisation... Q3. ...set up to deal with the Exxon strain. Mr Flinders, how would you answer those who say that these emergency measures are too harsh? The 10,000 minimum fine for the unlawful cultivation of the Exxon strain? Yes. Uh, for the benefit of those who missed the Prime Minister's broadcast, the new regulations give unlimited powers to the police and the army to destroy Exxon strain plants wherever they're found and for massive minimum fines for those caught growing the plant. Well, the fine won't affect more than a handful of irresponsible people. The positive side of the new regulations is that the government will be paying a two-pound reward for every one of these plants taken to a police station. But, yes, indeed. But do you not feel that the concept of automatic minimum fines is contrary this to... This plant the... is contrary to life on this planet. It's the government's belief that two pounds per plant is sufficient incentive for people to go out, search for Exxon strain plants and take them to their nearest police station, where they will be paid immediately. Starting tomorrow? Starting at midnight tonight and continuing for three weeks until midnight on the last day of July. So the plant is safe to touch? Perfectly safe. How many plants are there growing wild in the country? That's a tough one. It could be as little as 10 million or as many as 100 million. So stamping them out is going to be an expensive business? The cost is the least of our worries. The one thing we haven't got is time. How long have we got? Five weeks at the outside. And if we fail? We mustn't. But there's always the remote possibility, is there not? If we isn't fail to eradicate this plant... It won't be a disaster for just this country or even the countries of the European community. It will be a planetary catastrophe that not even the combined resources of all the member countries of the United Nations will be able to combat. Ah. Thanks for coming to collect me, Denise. I saw the broadcast in the reception. You think I went over the top? No, Max. I finished going through Dad's papers. Oh, anything? The Earl Co. Board of Directors knew nothing about the danger from the plant when they pulled the rug from under him, which makes me all the more determined to find out why they did it to him. It drove him to suicide. Funny thing, but before tonight's broadcast, I was warned that I'd be fitted out. 
brought up the subject of your father's suicide. They said as the inquest hadn't been held yet, there was a danger of the matter being subjudice. That's all? That's exactly what I thought. Someone in a position of influence is exerting pressure. You know, it might be worth you scratching around to see if you can uncover a link between Elko and senior members of the government. Dad hated working for Elko. That I can understand. Did he ever tell you why? No. Any developments while I've been away? The plant research team have moved into Complex B. A huge radio mast has gone up on the admin roof, and they've turned the car park into a heliport. Sounds like friend Bloors has been busy. You better take me straight there. Uh, you need a good night's sleep, Max. I don't trust that hatchet man. I will sleep better when I've seen what he's been up to. And over there is Section 10, who will be processing information from all police stations on where plants are found and quantities they're found in. Very good, Lord. Why was the Elko sign taken off the roof? Section 11, helicopter communications. Section 12, police liaison. In case there's trouble the police can't handle. With the plants worth two pounds each, there could be dust-ups between landowners and search parties. You've done a first-class job, but why was the Elko sign taken down? We've requisitioned the place on your instructions. It's no longer under Elko control. You mean Elko didn't want their name to be picked up day after day by a permanent squad of TV cameras? Who asked you to take it down? It was my idea. I put Howard Rogers in charge of the climatorium, as he knows how it works. And he agreed? Oh, yes. He's working in there now on an idea of his for a machine to detect the plants from the air. Okay. Now switch on. We'll try it at low amplification first. Right, now swing the mic array slowly. Yep. That's it. It works! Now let's not open the champagne just yet. Now move the mics to one side. Looks hopeful, though. What's all this, then? <laughs> Someone giving you an oscilloscope to play with? Hello, hmm? Max. It's not an oscilloscope. It's the world's first exon strain detector. And it works. We think. What? Well, it's an adaptive parametric amplifier, sir. Used for the detection of submarines at extreme long range. Piece of sonar equipment? Yes, sir. Well, I fitted it with this mic array, a cluster of digital gun microphones that can be slung beneath the helicopter. The amplifier has a discriminator facility that can be programmed to respond only to sound patterns that match a pre-recorded tape. All other sounds are ignored. It works. Well, it seems to work on that group of exon strain growing over there. Come on, show me. It might help if we increase the sunlight to stimulate them into uh, faster growth. No, 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 no. Leave it at this level. Right. right, you see those random dots on the screen? Now, all the operator has to do is tune them into a straight line, like so. And then you read off which microphone you're getting the response from. That mic six, and as you can see, mic six is pointing straight at those exons. This is incredible. Will the noise of the helicopter have an adverse effect on the detector's sensitivity? I don't know, but I doubt it. I mean, the microphones are only interested in sounds originating from where they're pointing. 
I read about these super-sensitive sound detectors. I thought a few of them might be ideal for screening inaccessible parts of the country. Rubbish. Eh? If this thing works, I shall need 500 models to screen the entire country. Mm. Well, this is the only one in existence. Friend Blower's requisitioned it from the Navy. If we can make one, we can make 500. How long have you been without sleep? Oh, about 15 hours, I suppose. Can you manage another two? There's a Sea King helicopter in the car park. It's been placed at my disposal. Get this thing installed temporarily, then get some sleep. We'll go out first light to test it. Inclination 3-0. Looks like that spinning on the inside of the stream's bend. We're getting a positive reading from those woods. Can you set down in that field near the trees? Yes, sir. But I'll keep her running in case the ground's soft. Going to reconnoitre those woods. Ten minutes. Very good, sir. It's probably a whole colony. I don't think the detector is sensitive enough to detect individual plants. Individual plants are going to be our biggest problem once the first phase of cleaning the country is complete. <laughs> it looks pretty dense in there. Shall we look for a path? No, we'll go straight in. You're not frightened of a few nettles, are you? <laughs> Listen. Come on! Oh, damn tree roots everywhere. This slope must lead down to the stream. Would there be enough light in there for them? Plenty. Hold it. What? On your left. That clearing. Oh, hell. If that's typical of the country, then we're too late. How many do you reckon? A couple of thousand? I wouldn't even like a guess. Let's take a closer look. Down! Uh, some idiot thinks we're rabbits or something. Hey! You nearly killed us! And extra next time if you don't get off my land. I give you five seconds to get moving. What? One. Listen, you idiot! I'm a government scientist investigating the trespassing after those plants. Oh, my. It's Three. your duty to take them to your nearest police station, you hear me? That's what I'll be doing as soon as my men arrive. Arson, no one else. Uh, so clear off. Gee, come on. Oh. Come on, let's do as he says. I'm not letting so oh. lunatic. Come on. Oh, oh. Each pin represents a thousand plants handed in. So my estimates were way out. Mm, certainly looks like it. They were intelligent guesses rather than estimates, and not so intelligent, it seems. I had no idea that the wretched thing would become so widespread in such a short time. Damn birds. Sir! What is it, Corporal? Oh, sorry to trouble you, sir. A report from Section 12. There's a major incident developing on Wimbledon Common. It's turned into! 
Sussex reports that the police are in trouble near the lake, sir. Six constables are in trouble. Lord? We have to let the army move in. Captain, give your helicopters the go-ahead. Four CS bombs each. Hello, Red Four. Four CS bombs on main crowd. Seven police officers, an army helicopter pilot, and 27 civilians. 35 people killed in the worst civil disturbance in this country in years. Prime Minister, no one would have been killed if that young thug hadn't fired a shotgun at the helicopter. Yes. As many as that. Okay, I'll tell them. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Your operations room have just phoned through the final figures for the number of plants handed in today. Eight million. What have you got to say to that, Mr Flinders? It's far too early to draw conclusions. Let's see how this phase goes before we close down schools, offices and factories. Supposing we succeed in destroying every plant in the country, what about the seeds that we miss and the birds miss? Won't they germinate next spring and start the trouble all over again? No, Prime Minister. We've discovered that the seeds decay rapidly if they don't germinate within three weeks. The Exxon strain is a leguminous plant, the same order as peas and beans, the first frost or near frost, and it's dead. By next spring, the Exxon strain will be extinct. Unless migrating birds carry the seeds south. That's why I've sent samples of the Exxon strain to every country in the world. It, the World Health Organization and the United Nations, it, so that they can identify the plant and carry out research. You've done what? Who gave you the right to do that? You did. You said I was to wipe did out Did you this... know about this, Blowers? No, sir. It's the first I've heard about it. There was no danger, gentlemen. They were sent in sealed containers. I don't give a damn what they were sent in. By doing that, you've as good as told the world that we don't have a solution to the Exxon strain. I'm not trying to take power away from you, Prime Minister. You'll find that the Exxon strain will do that very nicely without help from me, if you try to keep this a domestic issue. If you want my resignation, you can have it. If you don't, and I'm not given a free hand, you'll have it anyway. Day two, 6.1 million. Day four, 4.6 million. And 3.2 million plants handed in so far today. The trend is definitely downwards. It doesn't mean a thing, Denise. I expected the figures to die to almost zero on day two. Oh, you're getting too pessimistic in your old age, Max. The helicopters fitted with Exxon detectors are proving to be a huge success, and 30 more go into service tomorrow. How are things going with the new ultra-sensitive detector? Oh, Howard went off this morning in a helicopter to test the prototype in mountainous regions. Still nothing from the climatorium? Well, they're saying they might be able to come up with a selective weed killer in six years, not six days. Yes, I can understand how they feel. Oh, excuse me, miss. Oh, yes, Corporal. A report from Section 11, miss. A lynx chopper that should have refueled at Bath an hour ago hasn't showed up or radioed its situation. Well, should that concern me? Well, the helicopter is Charlie 7, miss. Captain Darcer that I was to tell you. Charlie 7? That, that's right, miss. The one Mr Howard Rogers is aboard. Nothing. Nothing but rocks, crags, and madness. Who is 
ten other helicopters out searching. We're bound to find them before dark. How long have we got? Another hour. We'll find them. Don't worry. Helicopters don't often crash. Their rotors prevent them dropping too quickly. They windmill down like a sycamore seed. Everything looks so deserted down there. You, you'd think there'd be hundreds of people out looking for the plants. Uh, this area was pretty well combed by hikers on day one. George Clark, near the woodland. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a lynx. All the remains of one. Charlie 8 to Delta 9 have sighted Charlie 7 in search square 018. Going down to investigate. Howard! Howard! Well, here's the pilot. Don't let her see him. Cover him up. What have you found? It's Howard. You found Howard? No, 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 Denise. It's not Howard. I swear it's not Howard. Then where the hell is he? We'll find him when the relief helicopter arrives. It's no good trying to comb rough country like this by ourselves. Denise, come back. If you can't be bothered to look for him, then I will. He could be anywhere. Yes. What do you reckon happened? Rotors are smashed. Pilot probably tried to fly too low and clipped a tree. Easily done. I found something, Max. It, it, lo- it looks like a trail of blood. Howard! 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 We'll have to separate. Pick up the trail again. You check that clearing while I circle round. Give a shot if you find anything. It's okay. Max, quickly. What's the matter? I don't believe it. Look. Oh, hell. It can't be one, Max. It's too big. They don't grow to that size. Well, this one has... Max, it's impossible. It's real, all right. Another one over there, and another one. I'd say this clearing on the plants is what Howard spotted from the helicopter. Oh. Oh. Howard! 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 He's here. Max! What? Max! Howard! Howard! It's Denise. Can you hear me, darling? Max, look at the color of his face. Looks like you've lost a good deal of blood. Darling. No, 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 no. Don't try to move him. He will be all right, won't he, Max? Here's the relief helicopter. There'll be a doctor and stretcher on board. We'll be able to fly him straight to hospital. Then there was this terrific bang, and the helicopter suddenly seemed to shake itself to pieces before it crashed. We weren't much more than 30 feet up. There was a a pain in my leg. Crawled out of the wreckage. The first thing I saw was the pilot. I could see there was nothing I could do for him. So I thought I'd try and find the clearing. You'd seen it from the air? Mm, Thought the plants were a trick. Uh, you've seen them? Twenty of them. The tallest one was over eight feet high. <sighs> eight feet. 
So, uh, what are they? We don't know yet. We'll have to see if the seeds replicate their parents. But it looks as if the Exxon strain has produced its first hybrid. In other words, we might have a super Exxon on our hands. We're not interested in understanding it. Your job is to destroy it. Project the daily figures forward and we'll still be uprooting those damn plants by the million at the end of October when the birds have left. And now you tell me you've discovered a colony of giant exons growing happily in Wales. Aren't you ever the bearer of good news? Well, we're having a fine summer, which is likely to delay the main migration. And if it turns foul, which isn't exactly unknown, the damn birds will hop it early? Yes. Thanks for the good news. I'm trying to be honest with you, Prime Minister. We don't have the answer, but I'm 100% sure that we will. The problem is not whether or not we can produce a selective herbicide. It's whether it can be produced quickly enough in sufficient quantities to spray the entire country by mid-September at the very latest. Oh. Now, I suggest you set up an operational research team to look at the logistic problems, the number of helicopters that will be needed and so on. Because you might discover that you'll have to swallow your national pride and go cap in hand to the United Nations. Uh. Back to the climatorium, Denise. Don't you think you ought to have a night's sleep, Max? Politicians. Do you know the first thing he said to me? He waded straight in, saying he had grave doubts about my ability to solve the problem. Ah, he made himself objectionable. He didn't make himself objectionable. He is objectionable. I don't think so, Max. Lois warned me about Craig's technique. When he wants something done by someone... He deliberately makes himself unpleasant by suggesting it can't be done. Oh. Then that someone tries to prove him wrong by doing it. Ah, oh, something else I've found out. Right. Craig is an old friend of Alco's chairman, Sir Miles Stratton. Hmm. Oh, Denise, I'm sorry, Diamond. Oh, I'm not interested at the moment, really. No, but Alco makes substantial yearly cash gifts to Craig's party. No what? secret. It's in their annual accounts. Half a million quid. Half a million? Wow. Every June. Except this year. For some reason, Elko have withheld payments. Well, well, well. I see. Now that is interesting. Something for you to sleep on. I'm taking you home. The climatorium, young lady. I want to see how the seeds of those Welsh plants are doing. Here they are. Row 35. But they're still the same height as the other Exxon. They're not more than a couple of feet high. Which means that those plants from Wales are freaks. Hybrids whose seeds produce ordinary Exxon. The super Exxon doesn't exist. Now, why should a clearing and some woodland in Wales produce such giant plants? Oh. At first light tomorrow morning, I want you to send as many helicopters and men as you can to that clearing... Bring back four tons of topsoil and four tons of subsoil, but don't mix them. Now, there's, there's some space over here. Spread the subsoil out and put the topsoil on top, just as it is in the clearing. I can't spare helicopters for that. What about using trucks? The place is inaccessible and lines will be too slow. You wouldn't like the turf as well. Good thinking, Blords. Yes, we'll have the turf shipped into the climatorium as well. It goes on top of the topsoil. Green side up, remember? May I ask why you want to import chunks of the Welsh countryside? What? And have you thinking I'm mad? He looks disgustingly well. 
Well, no, <laughs> disgusting, yes. Ah, of course I'm well. Back home in civilised surroundings. A de-starched nurse seeing to my every whim. Packaging. <laughs> uh, well, almost every whim. <laughs> you look pleased with yourself. Yes, well, at last I feel I might be about to achieve something. Yes, that's how I felt first thing this morning, but uh, she wouldn't play ball. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be a minute. Make sure he eats his breakfast, Max. All right. Why don't you two get married? Mm. Why plan for a future when there might not be one? Oh, I can't eat this stuff. I don't suppose you can remember much about that clearing. Not really. All I can remember is falling into rhododendron bushes. My leg was hurting so much I could hardly see where I was going. Mm -hmm. Why? Don't you say rhododendron bushes? It's our beloved Alfred Blowers with an odd message for you, Max. He says your little piece of Wales is ready and what shall he do with it? Uh, tell him to plant a couple of dozen Exxon strain in it. Now, think carefully, Howard. Are you certain it was a rhododendron you fell in? It's something that I felt was far too important to come to you through the bag. That's why I returned to London on the first available Concord. It's about those plants that Max Flinders sent to every member country. Oh, don't look so surprised. I guessed the bisquarks sooner or later. So what's being hatched in New York? There's a small investigating committee reporting direct to the Secretary General. They know how fast the Exxon strain can spread, the density it can reach, and the likely effect on the Earth's atmosphere. Who told you about this committee? The Secretary-General. We're not represented? No. What did you say? I told him that we're on the verge of producing an insecticide that will wipe out the Exxon strain. Good, good. Are we? No. Well, he gave me this report on a series of tests carried out on atmospheric samples taken from this country. It says there is strong evidence pointing to a significant increase in the atmosphere's oxygen level and a decrease in the nitrogen level. Yeah, page 10. Yeah, yes, I think so. Mm. A significant increase. This report is talking in terms of several decimal places of 1%. I don't call that significant. They do. Go back to New York and tell them that we're dealing with the situation in our own way. It's not as simple as their Prime Minister... It's extremely simple, Mr. Sachs. They're concerned for the entire world. They say that the Exxon strain is a threat to mankind's existence. The United Nations doesn't have a monopoly on concern. Well, they're giving us 30 days to eradicate the Exxon strain by our methods. Otherwise, they say that they will be forced with great reluctance to use theirs. What methods? It's a scheme that will involve the air forces of all the major powers operating under a single UN command. They're sending an observer, a Miss Anderson. What methods? They'll use a concentrated total herbicide to aerial spray every square inch of the country. They'll what? They'll defoliate the entire country so that there won't be a single tree or blade of grass left by the time they're finished. In The Destruction Factor by James Follett. The part of Max Flinders was played by T.P. McKenna. Howard Rogers, Paul Copley. Denise Exon, Rosalind Adams. Craig, Noel Johnson. Blowers, Michael Shannon. Television presenter, Henry Knowles. Producer's assistant, Mary Elliott Nelson. Climatorium technician, Rod Beecham. Helicopter pilot, Peter Wickham. Farmer, Roy Spencer, Corporal Gregory de Polnay, and Sachs, Dennis Gosher. The production was by David Spencer.
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.